and welcome to London City Chatter, the official podcast of the London City Lionesses. I'm your host, Sam Stevenson, and for this episode, I sat down with Lionesses head coach, Melissa Phillips, to reflect on what's been a remarkable season here at London City. I thought we'd start with just a kind of an opening reflection on the season as a whole. As we're speaking, it's been one week, just over a week since the season came to a close. I just wanted to get your overall thoughts as we start. Yeah, thanks for having me, Sam. It's been a fantastic season for the club when we really look back and reflect on all the small goals and the milestones that we've really achieved this year. Um, a lot of bright moments, a lot of moments of growth, um, and I think we've really pushed the club forward into a space that we really want it to be on and off the pitch we've we spent a lot of time developing our identity um both on uh, as a playing style and um who we are as a culture and what we stand for and i think that that is something that's developed into a real strength of the club um and something that is a separating factor for us i thought we'd get a bit more specific now as we sort of work our way through the season let's start with liverpool Obviously, for a lot of the players that I've spoken to, that immediately stands out as their highlight from the season, really. Obviously, coming off the back of a very busy summer, a lot of new players coming into the team. How important for you, looking back, was that Liverpool result in terms of not only getting off on the right foot on the season as a whole, but kind of uniting that very new group? Yeah, there's a lot of different layers that go into the result that was Liverpool away and, and coming home with three points. And I think it starts from day one in preseason and really establishing, like I said, who we are and what we stand for. Um, and something that was important to us was a bit of a term that's quite often used here, but really resonated with our day-to-day process was start as you mean to go on or start as we mean to go on. So everything was a we process and um, we're able to have a fresh mindset and a fresh outlook every single day. And that wasn't just, hey, start the season as we mean to go on, because that would then be um, definitive off of what happens. Do, do we beat Liverpool? Do we drop in that game? And if we drop, it's, it's okay, start Monday as we mean to go on. you know. But it has so much meaning to it in terms of an approach and a mindset to starting fresh each day, challenging ourselves to become better, little 1% gains and fine margins that define a season, um, we're able to attack those every day. So in pre-season, we were very conscious and very intentional about forming the group quite quickly. Um, and because there's so many new players, we, we weren't necessarily um, tasked by managing a lot of different personalities and energy. It was more just bringing, bringing everyone together because we knew the culture and the caliber of person that we had in the room. And so having that foundation, we knew that things would start to click quite quite easily amongst the girls because we had a group who was very ambitious, very driven to achieve this season and very um, interested in personal and professional growth and they want to be challenged every day. So you get them on the same page and things start to roll in the right direction. So we, we like I said, we're very intentional about our preseason process in forming relationships both on and off the pitch, understanding preferences, coming together as a team um, and we just built belief along the way. We looked at every single day, start fresh, add to the belief bank, gain experiences, understand each other as people and you started to see as we played some preseason friendlies and matches that 
hang on a minute, we've got a good team here also. And things start to complement on the pitch as we formulated and put them together in the recruitment process. We really saw it come to life in preseason. And, you know, look, we didn't have the smoothest preseason either. There were setbacks with injuries and um, little speed bumps along the way that we had to navigate. But I think the most important thing is that we went into that that Liverpool game feeling confident we had a load of belief in ourselves and our identity and who we are and what we're about and we had a mindset of go prove people what we can what we're made of results will speak in the end and um and ultimately they have and that was the mindset going into the game and I, and I think we're also fortunate too that we came off the back of the season prior our very last game was Liverpool away and so for the returning group albeit only half the team there's still we had such a positive experience and it was such a gritty performance and we knew that we could share that with the the newly formed group that that's what it was going to take a very professional performance to get the job done on the road against obviously what are now the league champions so um i think we also look forward to the road trip road trips are a time for the team to bond immediately um and give us you know space to be and go do our thing and figure out what the travel looks like but i think everything about that trip really went in our favor um and all credit goes to the girls they executed the game plan unbelievably they were very determined throughout we we had a wave of 10-15 minutes towards the end of the second half where we were really up against it with pressure from Liverpool and the balls they were delivering into the box and we stood the test um so it was really gritty really professional performance you mentioned it there this idea of the belief bank that the players had throughout the season and it was almost, you know, the next few weeks after Liverpool, you had Coventry, Blackburn and Watford, these three, you know, these comeback performances, really, I suppose. How important was it that the players from the off with Liverpool had this, had this immediate belief that as a team, you know, they could beat, you know, the Liverpool straight away. And they knew that, you know, no matter what the test, game by game, that belief was still there. And they're able to, you know, build on that and only add to it with those three, you know, really gritty you know really dogged performances yeah I think something that we also established early into the season is that how we define ourselves we define ourselves by the ability to respond in any given moment to success adversity challenges that we may face and so we always said the most successful individuals and the most successful people they just respond to adversity quicker and so that's easy enough said, but then how do you actually do that in the moment? We tried to really provide the players education and tools around the mindset piece of it, but then also the tactical piece of it of how do you respond when you go a goal down? And to, to our team's credit, we did it game in and game out. Game out. Look, we don't want to be conceding goals every game. However, we always responded from goals conceded in every game that you look at. And very rarely, I think what twice on the season, we conceded more than one goal. Twice on the season, we conceded two goals for a loss, but only one other time we conceded um, more than two goals as well. So we always responded to that. Um, but it's about having the tools, the belief, the togetherness, the support from staff and each other that we can respond. And so uh, that's something that it's not just a mindset. It's something that you can actually work on and get better at um, in the team room and in, in training sessions and something that we reference quite frequently. But the group we said it all along it's a humble hungry hard-working group and those characteristics are always going to put you in a good place where you're able to respond to various bits and moments where there is adversity
But not only that, this is, this was and remains a very young team. Obviously a team that's gained a lot of experience this season, but in those early games, I suppose, you know, in such a youthful side, you know, those sort of comeback performances will stick out more throughout the season, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's when you respond well to adversity, it's an experience that we can draw from when we feet, when we face those future speed bumps. So it's definitely something that we, we always knew that we could do, but then, okay, how do you look at yourself and, and sharpen up areas that's leading to where we might need to respond? Um, so I think that's something that we got a lot better at throughout the season. We, um, I think, consistently grew as a team throughout the year. And uh, even, you know, we hit sticky patches in places in the season where we always bounced back until maybe closer towards the end of the season in the spring where it was a stretch of six games um, where we actually probably had our poorest run of results, but maybe not performances. So we had to be really critical of ourselves and the performances and how we get on the same page and get better and adjust the small details in the game that add up to the big things um, like goals. So yeah, it, it is a young group um, and all those experiences will just add to our maturity and add to our belief going into next season um, and areas that we can pull on knowing that we've navigated it in the past. I guess games where that belief was such a vital part was outside of the league, the cup competitions. I don't think we could, we could avoid WSL sides this season. And I suppose with those games, obviously in the Conti Cup, you with West Ham's and the Birmingham's and the Brighton's, obviously sometimes the the result wasn't, you know, there, but then it was always that performance. I remember that that first one, that West Ham game, I think was it was a real it was very early in the season and that was the first kind of the first statement WSL performance and one that, you know, set the tone, I suppose, for those sort of well, yeah, you say bigger encounters, those sort of, you know, the league above encounters, I guess. Yeah, despite being a young team we had a big game mentality kind of a team so we were always up for the big games we relished drawing all the WSL sides including Arsenal in the cup and um and going into that um going into that Brighton game you know we never really speak about winning and losing and drawing a game we speak about what is the process and what is the performance to put ourselves in the best situation to get a result and if we, we just really keep our focus on on that on what we can control and um, and look we played Brighton in preseason um, and it was a very even evenly matched contest that um, ended in nil nil, um, and that was a midweek game amongst three in preseason. And I think we did take a lot of confidence away from that match that hey, we can play with them and we can compete with them. And even against the likes of West Ham, we played in preseason and we played them early in the cup as well. And two very good performances, one nil losses, albeit, but very good performances. And so we. We went into that Brighton game as well off of the back of a couple of results in the league. Um, picked up a, a win against Sunderland, picked up a win against Sheffield, then we're going into a midweek game. So there was a lot of belief going into that game. But I think I think the my favourite part about that result is that how we made five subs in the match. And so how many players had an opportunity to contribute towards that? And it was an early second half goal. And we really had the run of play in the first half, early second half goal. And then you know, as you do defending a 1-0 lead, you're probably going to be up against it towards the end of games that you have to 
bring the physicality and the grit and determination to see it through. And, and it's credit to the, the group of being a real full team performance um, from that and um, a lot that we can build on knowing the direction that we're headed as a team and what our goals are. But we also know it's hard work, um, that there would be no replacement for hard work amongst our club and, and going above and beyond everything that we do. And that's ultimately what put us in the position to achieve some milestones like that in the Brighton game and other cup matches. I think it was when Amy was on that she mentioned that as well, that idea of that Brighton game being the one where so many players got a look in and, and all played such a vital role. But I guess on the, in the wider scheme of things, Brighton as well was, the, you know, the, the first WSL win for the club. And I guess as well, how important do you think that was for us being such a young club to kind of, you know, reach that milestone at that point and sort of send that clear message because obviously you know the club are not high we're not hiding our ambitions and it's, you know this is the WSL is is the goal how important then therefore was it that 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 win was was done not only for the result but the convincing way that it was brought about yeah I think um Brighton are a quality side in the WSL and um I think being able to have as many players play as we did in that game, but not only just that game throughout the entire season is a testament for the group that we have and the readiness that they have for their moment when they're called upon. Um, you even look at the year as a whole, really with, for the most part, 24 eligible players in the squad throughout the season, 22 different players earned a start, which is just such a credit to the talent in the group the perseverance in the group and everyone being ready for their moment and that's certainly what um was the case in the Brighton game and even the Birmingham game which was a month later um had a lot of different players play in that see out the results see out penalty kicks um and I think both of those um matches like we said we it, it helps the group mature when it comes from okay now we've been there and done it and we know what it feels like and we know the work that it takes to perform at that level and um and the determination I think there's a massive mindset piece of it we have to play the underdog even if we finish second in the league next year we have to take the approach of everyone's going to be out to beat us but we have to be in that same mindset. We're out to beat everyone else when we go into that game, that every game is a big game and we prepare and treat them professionally and approach them in a way that really does prepare us to, to have success. But yeah, I think when you look at the timing of those in the league, I think we had a very solid first half of season. We um, sat in and about that second place position almost the entirety of the year and that's not easy to do when you're leading the pack but also chasing the top um it takes a real consistency from the group and so there's so many different positive aspects whether it be through the cup or through that first half of season that we can draw on um for for future successes and that really propelled us through the second half of the season as well and obviously going into the second half of the season you know to take two individuals harley and fitzy both making their 50th appearances how 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 was that you know to witness that that sort of milestone for the club you know another kind of box ticked as it were in terms of you know the first players to reach that milestone and for Harley as well to be the first as well as captain. Yeah, when you look at Harley and Fitzy, um, both three year members of the club, so both at the club upon its inception, and I would say this season in year three for them, I've been with them just over two years now that. 
arguably two of our most improved players um, from last season to this season and even throughout their time at London City and you know Fitzy's at the youth of her career and, and Harley is at you know she says the middle but maybe the tail end of her career and they are players who have a relentless drive to improve whether that's with analysis or technically on the pitch or how to become a better leader both of them have tremendously high work ethics and both of them have a real thirst to learn um, they're constantly challenging themselves they lead by example and that's always going to put you in a position where you're competing for a starting spot um, and we said it we, we want a group of players who have that drive to be better every day and continue to help the club and, and grow themselves alongside it as we grow so those two players truly represent that and they've been really staples in our lineup over the past two seasons and and credit to Fitzy who is playing a new position this year you know she played as a wide forward for us last season and even in a bit of midfield and can be maybe described as a bit of a utility player in terms of adaptable and able to play in multiple positions um, and took on a fullback role for us and was brilliant and looked really like a breath of fresh air coming out of the back attacking the uh, the flank um, as a wide forward but then has always had that hard-nosed out of possession side to her and you even look at Harley Bennett that you know she in in year one of the club and at the start of year two she played in in midfield um, and started some of her early games as a central midfielder and only transitioned to the back early midway through last year and she's just really owned that role as a center back not only as a leader uh, but as a performer on on the pitch whether it be training or match day she's just got always had always has questions always wants to watch film always asking more of herself always very critical of her positioning and her impact on both sides of the ball in and out of possession and so yeah, I can't say enough positive things about those two players and the direction that they're moving and the desire that they have to, to push the club forward. So it's a fantastic achievement for them and we hope it's the first two of many more to come. Back to the league now, though, and one game, especially in that sort of early second half of the season that stands out, was Crystal Palace. I know a few of the players I've spoken to described it as the game where everything clicked. I was wondering what would your thoughts be on that? Yeah, so, uh, like, Palace, I think, actually, we played them very well both times we played them. Um, when you look at game two of the women's championship season, it was after Liverpool, where we're obviously coming off... A bit of a high and a lot of confidence and belief and we'll get an early goal scored on us I think it was the third minute and but bounced back quite quickly and responded with a very beautiful team goal that was worked up um, from the back came from goalkeeper's hands worked through midfield in a wide area second chance second phase opportunity served into the box and forced him into an own goal um, for our second goal and um, I think after that game we thought to ourselves we've got a decent little team here. You know, we can really go and push for something in the league. Unfortunately, we dropped the next game and got a dose of humble pie. Um, but then we played uh, Palace again, obviously in the middle of the season and, and one of our best performances on the year in terms of being clinical, put five goals away on them. Um, and there, I think there was more than just those moments where things really clicked for the team. Um, 
there was a few other games where we had some really nice flow in possession. There was a few games where we actually changed a bit of our style and were really gritty and tough to beat out of possession. And so I think that's just credit to the players' desire to learn and the adaptability of the group, knowing that every game calls for something different, including different personnel and them just owning that responsibility. That's that's really got to be a foundation for our success in uh, in the year ahead. You mentioned just there the emergence of you know, different personnel. Obviously, January brought with it two new arrivals in Katie Kitching and Sinead Hotcroft. And Palace was one where Sinead really, really introduced herself to the London City fans. I wonder how what your thoughts are on obviously those two players and their impact. Obviously, Katie, especially in recent games, has really started to you know cement that fullback role, really. Yeah, I think first it's credit to our board and the club of putting us in a position where we could go and strengthen in the January window, um, knowing that we were competing at the top of the league and that we needed a couple of additional pieces to really push us as the second half of season began. And so fantastic, able to bring in um, two hungry young English talents that were obviously away in the States for the past four years playing collegiate football there. And um, yeah, they came in and uh, Sinead a little bit quicker impact and rhythm finding her feet. And um, Katie had a niggle coming in and, and actually then unfortunately had COVID. And so her rhythm wasn't able to be found quite as quickly, but both of them extremely impactful when it came to raising the level of training and the competitive mentality in sessions. Um, and I think we're just excited as are they to get a preseason under their belt moving forward. And, and really now they've got an idea of what we're about, how we do things um, integrated within the team, but really dialing it in to position specific and being a part of the DNA of the team as we develop and, and form in preseason for the year ahead. So I think we've only just scratched the surface, surface of their impact and, and where they'll be able to contribute to the team. Going forward along the season, obviously we're getting into March now and I think it's fair to say that's one of, one of the toughest months for this new team. In terms of, you know, mental toughness, how difficult is it to sort of to pull yourself out of that kind of run and, you know, sort of, you know, keep that togetherness and sort of, you know, maintain, you know, the levels of belief that, you know, was shown throughout the season? Yeah, it's, um, I think season is a marathon. Um, it's a long season, 10 month season when you look at it. And there's so much focus that goes into that, um, that, you know, we talked about mid season, we are a product of our habits at, at that point in the year but we can be very intentional about changing habits and swinging things into the positive if it's not going in our favor. And so we didn't really have a stretch like that throughout the season where we experienced um, speed bumps or that much adversity in terms of dropping points in a run of games. And it, it was hard to swallow because we looked at the, the Durham performance and the Bristol performance and we felt a bit hard done by because it was errors and momentary lapse in focus that actually turned the result in opposition favor and but we were really pleased with the performance so you kind of take that and and then you go into Liverpool and draw 1-1 and arguably could have won the game 2-1 on a few different opportunities and so it's another really positive performance and then go into Sheffield and we're up 1-0 miss a penalty miss a big chance and then all of a sudden momentum swings in the favor and then play against the team who was trying not to get relegated and and they're going to be always a difficult task and so I think 
it forced us to mature um, and it forced us to look at the areas that we could improve our habits um, and respond as we talked about respond more efficiently to those moments respond as a team and maybe push each other challenge each other to train a bit harder and to be more intentional with our focus for the final month of season and credit to the group they had a conversation actually I was away at my uh, license for a couple of days and the group had a conversation where it said they wanted to treat the final four matches like cup finals um, and they did just that and we adapted a few things about our style out of possession to make us really difficult to break down we'd been known really as an in possession team throughout the entirety of the year and we now needed to make sure that we weren't having these laps and focuses or leaking in a goal here or there and uh, you know I think that showed obviously and we had two two clean sheets on the bounce with Charlton and Lewis um, and we showed a really gritty side of ourselves and a really determined side and sat in and made it more difficult on oppositions while still getting a few goals on the counter and, and maintaining who we are in possession and then um, that really gave us a lot of belief then to go back into that um, Bristol game and, and get the result but if you look at the Bristol the Charlton the Lewis games those are three games in the first half of season that we really thought you know what we weren't our best on the day and they got away with the result and those were three games that we really wanted to turn the result right and only one team took six points off of us all year and so we're proud of that and obviously now we want to go turn those right in the year ahead but um yeah I think we probably had to go that through that experience in March where it was a bit tougher on us so we had to look at ourselves and roll up our socks and and um be a bit more gritty and be a bit more critical of our own performances and um we really all wanted to finish the season on a high and something we talked about going into the final two matches we had really match winning behaviors that propelled our performances but we said if somebody would have said at the beginning of the year that you'll take second place and all you have to do is win these two games we would have said no because we wanted first place we wanted that top spot we wanted to be promoted and so we had to take all that ambition and bottle it up and put it into those final two performances to finish where we feel we really deserved for how we competed throughout the year so but I, I don't I think if it wasn't for that experience of dropping games and having to find how we respond to it um, maybe the season ends a little bit differently but um, that's all part of the learning experience for the young group and we we know you can't take any game for granted because you, you know you, you look at the games now and you left three points here there and other places on the table and that's all of a sudden nine points adds up really quickly and you're challenging Liverpool for that top spot um, very easily so it's just we know the work and the focus and the intention and the motivation that it takes through all the experiences we had this year. I think Bristol, though, for me personally, I think best exemplified what you described there as that, that cup final mentality. I think not only taking the table aside, but in terms of, you know, the battle when they came here to Prince's Park. But I think Bristol as well, I think also really exemplified something we've talked about throughout the season, which is the breadth of attacking talent in this team. You know, I've lost count of how many goal scorers we've had in the end. But I think how far would you say that, that Bristol, yeah, really kind of you know, surmised what you'd, we've seen all season really is that so many players in this side can step up and be the ones that, that make the difference. 
Yeah, look, 16 different goal scorers in a season is fantastic, including our goalkeeper. Um, but that that's something where as much as we want that, you know, centre forward who's going to put away, you know, 15 plus goals a season, the fact that we do have such versatility and threats going to goal makes it a different challenge for teams because they have to be that much more switched on in different moments because we've got good set piece takers and very good on corners and score a lot of goals in open play but hey we can also score in transition as well and so um, it makes us very dynamic and difficult to defend Um, and I think that only improves as the group gets another year older next year and gets another year hungrier to reach that top spot but Uh, The Bristol game in particular, I think it was just everything we spoke about in in needing focus and to be intentional throughout the season. It was a true, complete performance in Bristol because travel didn't go our way, showed up to the match a little bit later than we would want to. Um, But because we'd been so well-versed in the mentality of can't do anything about it now, all we can do is control the controllables and our ability to respond is what's going to define us in this moment. And we had that chat, a quick little moment together throughout the game. Before we warmed up, we all gathered together and we took a big deep breath in unison and we just got after it. And the warm up kind of forced us to be really switched on and really professional and really focused. And that's how we started the game. And so we learned a lot about ourselves and our own processes in that, that we can um, implement to make sure that we're putting ourselves in the best possible position to succeed both on and off the pitch, both as a staff and as a team, and how important those lessons are moving forward, moving into the next game, to really be focused, really be intentional, make sure that our habits are professional, because that's always going to put us in a really good position. And then obviously the final day of the season, Blackburn in front of the Prince's Park faithful. I think that was, you know, is that the cherry on the cake for the season, really, you know, to end it on such a high with such a, another commanding performance? Yeah, and look, the fans and friends and family at Princess Park have been phenomenal this year, really. We've grown our crowd, obviously, without being able to have really fans in the first two years of existence as a club, and then to now have a a developed academy and um, some more established fan base. It's been fun to play at home, and we've been formidable at home. We've, I think, what, dropped two games at home all season and been extremely difficult to play against here. And that's something that we take a lot of pride in. But Princess Park does feel our home now. Um, So it was nice to end on a home game and be able to put in another dominant performance. Like Blackburn are not an easy team to play against. They um, are very physical. They're very scrappy. They make the game quite transitional. And we actually started almost with a bit of nerves or maybe a bit of pressure and um, it it felt like a frustrating first half until we found that first goal that really settled us and then we were able to kind of take a big deep breath and credit to the players because it's their ability to problem solve in the moment and recognize that okay what's not working Blackburn set up a little bit differently than the way we expected them to um, but our group's so well versed in being able to adapt and and problem solve in those situations that they found a way and um, that's kind of been the story of the season. We've always found a way to grow. We've found a way to improve. We've found a way to get results. And it's looked different and always been progressive um, in, the, in the direction of our goals. So I think that was really um, a tale of the Blackburn game. And in addition, you know, a player like Jamie, who becomes our 16th goal scorer now and her first two of the season, but somebody who does 
all the other work, the hard work in between, like from 18 to 18, she makes it look easy. Um, and, and always been somebody who drives us up the pitch and carries the ball well and a part of our attacking creation, which never put any away herself. So it was uh, nice for her to celebrate in front of the home crowd. Um, and ultimately they were, again, really fantastic team goals and, and well built by the group. So of course we love going out on a high, but it also solidified our, our place in the table in that second spot. Exactly, a record high finish for the club. A lot of what we talked about, you know, these sort of historic moments, these kind of milestones for the club, you know, outward looking, how important, you know, was that second place finish to obviously maintain that momentum, but also to once again make that statement about London City? Yeah, I think London City has such a a, a large ambition, but we're so unique in how we go about it because we do have some distinct differences from other clubs in terms of, yeah, we're not linked to a men's side. Um, We don't have a big badge or history of the club, but we do have passion for growing women leaders and uh, creating a more professional space for our players in the women's game. Um, And we're not, we're far from perfect, but we have a group of people who are always willing to serve the club and serve the players and serve each other to go above and beyond um, to achieve that. And so I think that's what makes it so special is that we really do have the right people here driving the club forward. And I think we definitely um, turned some heads in terms of the results we got and how competitive we were across both leagues and cup games. Um, and established ourselves as a serious contender for years to come and we know that it's going to be that much more hard work in the off season um and in the to prepare for the season ahead to go from that second spot to the top spot but i think we have a lot of really positive experiences that um the players can draw upon as leaders going into the new year and and same with staff um i think we've got a staff who works incredibly hard behind the scenes and wants the players to have that spotlight come match day and puts them in a position where um, they don't have to think about anything other than going out and performing. And um, yeah, it's just, like I said, a good group of people pushing the club forward. But I do think that with the success of the year, look, success, it always makes noise at the end of the year. We always want to just go about our business, keep our head down, keep progressing things that we know we need, we can improve off the pitch in the summertime and, and, yeah, success makes its noise in the end. Just finally, Mel, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I wonder for you, you know, years to come, I wonder what moment from this season do you think will stand out? This could be something on and off the pitch, Ooh. maybe. I wonder which, you know, one or two moments maybe we do you think will, will stand out strongest for you? Well, that's a good question. Um, oh, yeah, I guess when you... A lot of people reference that Liverpool win at the start of the year because of how impactful it was, not only for league position, but it was a real statement game in terms of, hey, we're here to compete and we're competing with the top of the league. Um, The Arsenal game is always going to stick out as well because that's the closest margin uh, we've ever kept in opposition in the top two of the Super League. We've faced Chelsea and Arsenal quite often in cup games and... Um, and we really, really frustrated them out of possession. And we just, it was an absolute shift of work. And there was such focus and determination and intention, like I've talked about and used those words quite often in this. And that um, really does stand out because I think you had a lot of eyebrow raises and head turns about how close that result was. Look, hey, 
we didn't have the ball 90% of that game, but we did have the determination to compete and frustrate Arsenal and make it really difficult on them and a really positive sign for, for things to come in the future because you do get promoted to the, the Super League. I think you have to have a distinct identity and DNA and probably two clear different ways of playing. You have to have a way of playing against the top half of the league and you have to have a way of playing against the bottom half of the league and some that that will call two different skill sets and styles um, that, that I think we've been able to adopt some of that versatility this year in how we play. So I think that that's probably pretty impactful about the team moving forward. There we go. Well, on that note, Mel, thanks so much for chatting today. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. And thanks to you at home for listening. Well, that wraps up the first season of London City Chatter. But don't despair, City fans, as we'll be bringing you episodes throughout the summer and into the new season. So be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss out. And while you're at it, remember you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok by clicking the links down below.